Welcome to the Divine Feminines Podcasting Channel. I'm your host, Steph Desar, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about 11 things that you can consider doing when your twin flame connection gets too intense. I know that this is going to be a great topic and some useful advice. So before I get started, don't forget to like and subscribe to this channel. It's Divine Feminines on YouTube. We're also on all major podcast platforms. That's Apple, Spotify, Google, you name it. And we're also on social media that's tiktok and instagram divine feminines with az and why like and subscribe to this channel well you get exclusive content all about mind body soul empowerment the twin flame journey high vibrational soul connections i also do bonus videos on youtube on moon magic moon manifestation and so much more there's something for everyone both divine masculines and feminines everyone is welcome whether you're on the twin flame journey or not everyone is welcome because i think that there is content here for all of us that can help us raise our vibration and raise our consciousness and that's what we're all about the new earth and humanity raising up the vibrations on this earth so let me just say if you genuinely feel that you're in a twin flame dynamic and you probably know by now you may have already experienced the very fun honeymoon period and it's beautiful and it can be it it can be life-changing i mean you could say meeting your twin flame is a blessing and a curse look for those that don't um don't resonate with being on this journey i think this episode is also very valuable for you to learn about what you can do when your connection your soulmate connection gets a bit too intense because these things i'm going to go through now they're not they're applicable to all relationships. I think that these are the things that we all need to be applying to all relationships. As I've discussed in the blueprint for love, the new blueprint for love in a previous episode. So, you know, these types of um, go-to suggestions are gonna help you be more empowered and to create better balance and accountability with, with your counterpart whether you're a twin flame or not, you know, it's your counterpart, your divine counterpart. And, you know, I'd like to think that everyone can can meet their divine counterpart in this lifetime. Uh, the twins are obviously doing a specific type of work because they have to go through a heavy lot of transformation, a heavy lot of, a huge amount of transformation. And it's not easy. It's a very tumultuous journey. It can be very painstaking. It can incur, you know, um, lifestyle changes, divorces, deaths, um, family, moving, losing jobs, starting new jobs, like big, 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 big changes and more. So um, it's not for the lighthearted. It is for advanced souls. No one is better than anyone else out here, but they are doing that work um, to help uh, raise the vibration and to help um, encourage this way of um, being and emanating love in a more healthier paradigm, the new paradigm, the new blueprint for love, as we are on new earth. And what does new earth expect us to be doing? Raising our vibrations. Actually, you're only on new earth if your vibration and frequency is of a certain level um, and you're really uh, striving towards unconditional love, compassion as well. So, you know, when, If you have and you are experiencing a twin flame dynamic or high vibrational soul connection, it can be such a, 
incredible feeling like wow i've met someone they they get me i don't even have to explain myself when i'm with them it's just intense but it's like it's my best friend and when we're intimate it's like whoo you know it's i can't even comprehend i've never experienced anything like this before and all of that is great right but that can be quite intense and um in this dynamic it's not everything needs balance and uh, as much as all of that high intensity and all of that attraction and all of that poor magnetization there is a higher purpose of this journey is to transcend to ascend to transmute the energy uh, of low vibrations to high vibrations to break down old paradigms old behaviors old thinking patterns old ways of being to emanate a more um, higher vibrational and um, more enlightened uh, version of yourself and reach a higher consciousness level so that you can come with the other to form a higher level of consciousness in love. So when it gets intense, you know, it could be the run, of, run a chaser stage or you're, you know, you're not in union yet, but you're in separation or you're talking a bit and it's a bit in and out or you are in union and you're still kind of being, you know, you actually kind of made it through uh not so much of a big separation in union whatever it is you might have gone through massive separation came into a union but there's still work okay and what i want to talk about is the things that you need to be considering like i have a lot of feminines come to me so as i was saying there's there's many masculines some i've spoken to that actually get it and are like no i need to actually work on myself actually i need to check myself i don't want to show up in the same energy i want to change and i don't want to repeat cycles and that's really refreshing to hear so some feminines when when you think oh there's silence and <clears throat> the masculine is not talking or he's not opening up know that a lot of them are rising and are much much aware of this than you might think um just because they're not sharing or you're in a separation or they're they're not communicating as much or opening up they are going in and doing that work. They are figuring out stuff for them. It can't just be one in one side only. This is a, it's a mutually, it's mutually connected um, connection, right? It's there's two parts to this. There's a cord that's bringing the two together. So it can't just be happening on one side. Like I know a lot of feminists are like, oh my gosh, like I've been doing all this work. Like what's going on with him? And that's something else that we have to stay away from as well. Is like whether you're a masculine or feminine, don't focus on I'm doing this or what are they doing and stuff like that because that's, that's not the point of this. The point of this is your own self-discovery, your own connection to yourself, your own awakening and your ascension. This, yes, is, uh, includes a love dynamic with a twin flame, a romance, but it's also a partnership. It's um, raising your vibration. It's a very it's a very transformative relationship and connection so it's not just like oh we just get together and then we're in a relationship and that's it it's going to pull you to the edges of your earth literally to get you to really question who you was and how you've been showing up and how you can become better and be better so let's go through my 11 um tips suggestions on how you can just ease up when it's feeling so intense and you're like i can't do this because i've been there trust me i've been there and i remember when one of the first times i was at 
well, you know, I went through this journey for many years, but um, at one point, a significant point, I was like, please, please, I just can't get this person away from me. Like, I can't. Like, why, 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 why me? Why this person? Why won't they, like, why, why, why don't they go away? Why do they always come back? Or why do they seem to pop up in my life? Like, why? And that's when I was like, right, I've been reading a lot about this twin flame stuff. Like, I think that they probably must be because it just made so much sense. And I knew it wasn't for negative reasons. I knew it wasn't just a toxic situation that we're not here, I'm not here to promote toxic connections. If something is not being transformed for the better, then that is probably a toxic connection. It's probably a karmic connection or something that's not here for the long haul, right? that's not going to transform twin flame sorry i sound a bit blocked it's the aircon in here twin flame connections will maybe have most likely have some toxic patterns some sort of behaviors but those are transformed into more positive more healthier behaviors patterns and um ways of showing up but being in a better energy so um like i said if you I try to work with someone and it's not going anywhere and it's still toxic and you can't see things shifting at all and you just you need to come out of that that is not a twin flame dynamic okay so the first one number one out of the 11 is love yourself first this connection can be very intense it is intense when you meet them you're like i've never met anyone like this before that i feel like oh my god i'm so attracted to you in every single way mind body soul like my soul is telling me things that i don't even comprehend but all i know is i just want to be around you i just want to talk to you i want to be in your presence i just want you to respond to me i just want you near me i want you with me i want to do everything with you like it can be quite intense so you can easily focus on the other person. You can easily get caught up in everything about them. And this happens a lot on this journey that um, even to the point that you know, you're more concerned about their needs and stuff like that. And it's not a bad thing. It's just, you truly are just, you know, in in this state of like, oh my goodness, like it's this is my person, right? So you're not wrong for feeling that way, but actually what's happening is you're being called to really come back, pull back and focus on yourself. So if it gets intense, just pull your energy back a bit. That doesn't mean that you're being mean, but give to yourself, love yourself. What is making you feel intense? Why, why is it feeling intense? Why is it feeling painful? Because there's probably something within you that is being triggered. There's probably like a childhood trauma, past life, um, pain from previous relationships, um, anything along those lines could be being like pinched at, niggled at, and you don't realize, but actually there's something in your subconscious, there's something within you deeply in your shadow that is feeling quite peeved, aggravated, frustrated. So pulling back and just focusing, when I say pulling back, I'm not talking about ghosting, I'm talking about taking time for yourself, giving time to yourself. When I say love yourself, I'm not saying go for massages and just go to the, you know, go to the gym and stuff. You can do those things, that's good. That's a way of caring for yourself, but just take time for like, you know, are you eating healthily? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you looking, you know, mind, body, soul? Are you nurturing yourself in those areas? 
just takes some focus onto you. And that helps ease up the connection as well because it is quite heavy on the other twin when, you know, one is overly focused on the other and it's getting quite intense. And then the other one just pulls away more because, you know, you're just, you're pushing at them. It's the push and pull, right? So, um, and, you know, you can get into a point where you're obsessing about them, like, oh, but why did they do this? Why didn't they do that? And you're focusing more on them and external things, things they said, but actually that that's not the real true narrative. The true narrative is what's coming in from your soul and listening to your soul and working that out, you know, um, that will help you um, really figure out what it is that's feeling intense for you and why it feels so intense. Because usually when you get those intense feelings, it, you're being triggered and you're being um, sort of pushed and shoved to kind of actually figure out what it is that you need to release. And like I said, this dynamic, this, this connection is here to release all past traumas, to release things that are low vibrational, you know, because we, have, we can't take that with us in the new earth. We can't take that towards our new blueprint for love. You know, the twins cannot be embodying that because then they're not going to be the examples that they need to be on earth, right? So they really do need to be working towards that. Okay, the second one is be a twin flame geek. I mean, when I say be a twin flame geek, don't over obsess, but it's good to learn about these dynamics, especially if you're just embarking on it and you're like, oh my goodness, because it can be very overwhelming. And there are, look, every dynamic and every connection and journey is different and individual, okay? Not one twin flame journey is the same. Mine is absolutely ridiculously different to some of the divine feminines and divine masculines I know. I know several combinations of twins. Uh, as I started to really talk on divine feminines, naturally people started gravitating to me, but in my actual life, I actually have twins around me and I think that that makes sense because of it's all a vibration and I know that I'm serving some form of purpose by helping and supporting as I go on my journey and share wisdom and knowledge that I've um, gone through but it's not always going to be the exact same right and I always say to any feminines masculines I speak to is like I'm just I'm a facilitator I'm just going to tell you give you some sort of nudges but your journey is your journey. You've got to learn to trust your intuition. You've got to learn to know yourself. So it's really good to, you know, listen to videos like this because I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't think it was going to have value because when I was going through what I was going through, I needed to hear certain stuff. Now, what I did is when I was looking up online and YouTube was a really good place and resource for me, but actually there's some good stuff on Instagram. I was reading stuff, but you have to be prepared to discern because some of the information can be misinformation. This is why I'm doing this video and I really hope it helps you because of what I'm actually saying to you guys. But it can be a little bit too much. It can, they, I've, I've had, I've heard things like you can have more than one twin flame. Don't believe it, don't agree, right? You can have multiple soulmates, but it's only one twin. And I'm not doing that to say you have to obsess. It's just, that's my genuine, genuine understanding of it all. It's my genuine belief of it all. And look, I'm not saying that if someone else wants to say it, that's their truth. But you've just got to trust your truth. And that's a big part of this journey too, right? So definitely, you know, read up about it, learn stuff, but really then ask yourself what resonates and what rings true to you. And um, there'll be some really good resources around, you know, things that you can do that help you work on yourself, raising your vibration. A lot of the stuff I'm going to share today, these kind of um, items are things I think you should definitely look into.
Now, that's what I mean by being a twin flame geek. It's, it's almost just like, no, actually, how do you become your best self? And what is it in the twin flame dynamic that might be brought to the surface so that you don't go into it blindly, especially if you're in the, the early days of this, you know, and I know I've spoken to some people then they're like, oh, I've met someone and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, oh my God, I think they're twins. And yes, they were. And then I'm like, oh shoot, they haven't even got to that stage where it's gonna get, it's gonna get tough and it's gonna get to some challenging moments, but I don't know exactly how tough it's gonna get or how tricky it's gonna get because every journey is different. So I don't wanna be like, oh, well, this is gonna happen to you and that's gonna happen to you. When I did the stages of the twin flame journey in another um, episode, so check that out, it's on YouTube and on all the platforms. I mentioned like these are stages, but they don't have to necessarily go in that order. They can bounce around and it just depends. And the separation is an illusion. You're always connected to your twin, but you are pulled away in a physical sense to go do work because it's better. It's more higher vibrational for that to happen and for you guys to purge and transmute your energy to then come into better alignment, right? Um, okay, number three is you can speak to a therapist, a psychic, uh, energy, guidance, uh, intuitive healer. Um, now, I would say be very careful about this there's lots of readings that are out there on YouTube and I personally was YouTube binging at one point and I know many of you probably do too and I still, you know, but one thing I've, I will say is that with those general readings, they are general readings. So don't try and make it fit for you. Like, oh, you're feeling in a bit of a low, bad vibe, bad vibe or you're just feeling really negative about your connection and then you hear, oh, and they've done this and they've got a third party and now they've shacked up with this and you're like, oh my God, yeah. Yeah, that's what's going on. Like, how do you know that's going on? Like, this is just general reading. Like, do you know how many millions of people are on YouTube? Like, come on now. So it's better to just go and get support from someone that, you know, maybe could come recommended. Um, I personally don't do readings because of the energy I like to... Um, I've done a few very private, intimate ones, but I just, I feel like, you know, it's... Um, it's quite private energy readings and um, so I do sort of sort of collective ones on the moon but um, not really necessarily um, offering that service because I choose not to there are some great um, readers out there but I think that you just need to go by what you're pulled to and um, and don't force it you know just go with um, what feels right I, I just I have to say that um, and they can really help you. A good reader will not make you obsess about your journey. They're a good reader, a really excellent reader, will give you the energy and, and give you a bit more of an understanding of why things are the way they are. Because a lot of things are not shown at the surface of things. And so that helps. It makes you not feel like you're going mad because that sometimes is a, a situation, right? Um, and I know I experienced it. I definitely thought I was getting mad at one point. Thank goodness I'm not. And I'm here now telling you this because I definitely wasn't going mad. This stuff is real and it happens and it's happening. And, in, and the scale of it happening right now is is astronomical because of you know us leading towards... 2030 and the great solar flash and all of the low vibrations having to be removed from earth so twins are coming on that journey to help as part of their light work as long along with all the other light workers and starseeds doing work so just take what resonates but a good healer uh reader and healer will give you the energy and they'll also give you some guidance on what it is that you really need to work on yourself so when i went to a reader 
I basically, and there's only ever one person I've gone to and that is it, because I just, it's energy and I really want to be very private and careful with stuff. I basically said to myself, no, I, I'm going to do this. But then when I went into it, I wanted, at first I was like, oh my God, what, what are they doing? What are they doing? And then it, the, the narrative changed to what is it that I need to do? And my reader was pushing me in that direction. What is it that you need to do? And that was the game changer. I think that is the turning point. I think it might have been my second reading with her. And then that was it. Boom. I was like, this is I've, at the direction I need to go. I'm carrying so much heavy energy on this journey. I'm this, that. Oh, my gosh. Like, I need to release. And then that is when massive transformation happened for me. And I won't be here today talking to you guys saying what I'm saying so they can be very helpful you know like a reader a psychic a healer a coach they can be very helpful um but just don't rush allow it to align for you and um allow it to unfold naturally too okay number four manage expectations don't just expect you know things to just be easy and smooth sailing you know, I think you need to understand that if you know that you're in this dynamic, right, then you know it's not an easy one. And you're reading about stuff or you're hearing about stuff on videos like this. So just be understandable, like understandable, understanding. You know, people are not going to change overnight. You're not going to change overnight. Allow that to be, manage some expectations within yourself, but between each other, like, just you know it can highlight a lot of insecurities this journey and it can be some of the deepest fears will come to the surface so be be reasonable with yourself manage your own expectations like if you are demanding a lot from the other then you're demanding a lot from yourself and are you ready for that and that's the question and if you're not ready for that then don't demand from the other and you probably need some time you probably need to process stuff so allow yourself to process that but then give that same respect to them as well okay number five if they go low you go high so you know an uppercut you're gonna go with <laughs> no no um it's all about vibrations so if you know the other is saying quite negative stuff and i've oh gosh i've had some moments i've had some moments over my years where i've had certain comments being said like oh and we just like but we're just friends though so, you know you always be my friend what do you mean <laughs> yeah and that and there's other ones there's loads of other ones and they or they could be in a really foul mood and they could you know just say some really hurtful stuff because they know how to to trigger you um and it's not that they're deliberately doing it but they that they, they when they say stuff it will hit your buttons hard so if they are in low vibrations if they are doing sort of behaviors that are not very healthy or they're just in a shitty sorry for my language place or they're having a bad day don't like don't entertain that you know if they're saying something hurtful don't go oh yeah you you, you look kind of like oh, what are you wearing today like there's something wrong with you blah, blah blah and then you just say oh well you know those shoes you had the other day they're ugly like i just didn't want to tell you but now you come to like you, what is that achieving it's nothing i'm just giving you a very basic example but it could get even worse right so if it gets intense and they're saying silly things um, and you can tell they're in a funny mood give them some space don't go blow for blow pound for pound round for round yeah 
it's better to be more calm. So if you can be, and if they're picking a fight with you or they want to fight or they're taking it out on you, because you know that, that what they say, the saying goes, that when you're in a shitty mood, you take it out on the one you love the most. And I can't tell you that this just happens a lot with twin flame dynamics. Um, not that I've experienced about 25, but I've heard of many situations go on. And for myself as well, I mean, I've been at the brunt of quite arduous moments where it's just like, why? What did I do? Like, what did, what did I do? And then you take it personal. But actually, they're going through stuff because they're being triggered and they're going through their own, like, insecurities and trauma. And when, you, when I looked back in hindsight, I was like, oh, boo. Okay, I get it now. But at the time, I was like, <laughs> and it was like verbal, like diarrhea and everything. So, and then it just got intense and it was just arguments and arguments. So in hindsight, and I look back, I wouldn't definitely not have shown up like that, but I had to do work too. And I had to work that out. So, you know, focusing and loving yourself and nurturing yourself will help you realize that actually, no, just because someone else is not in a great mood, don't, I don't need to entertain that. I can kind of either pull away or say, you know what, not for me right now, right? So just, just try to keep your vibrations high. And so if there is conflict and stuff, take deep breaths, try to take a step back, maybe just go and sleep on it, you know, just take time out. I, I've, I've experienced, um, it's really healthy relationship dynamics where it gets really intense and the two and you know you both agree like actually it's not the time to talk about this I one of them will say or I myself will say oh I need a bit of time or I just need to process this right or it's just unsaid like we both know that we need to just go and process it so we just go and process it and then we know that we're going to come back and sit down and talk and you know we need to kind of just like address it because we don't want it to be the elephant in the room right and that's a healthy way of dealing with it but until you can kind of get to that point of doing that just be careful and because things said in the heat of the moment you can't really take them back and i've said many a things oh god my mercury's in scorpio so i can be quite harsh i look back and i'm like oh i'm sorry um but you know i it's an older version of me. So, you know, you might look back and go, oh my goodness, I can't believe I did that. But just forgive old versions of yourself. This journey, we've got to let things, we've got to let it go. We, if we keep looking at like what we did in the past, we'll never be able to be where we need to be, right? So we just got to forgive the versions of us in the past, understand that there's new versions of us leveling up. And that's the great thing about it, right? We can always re-refresh. But yeah, so just be mindful in the heat of the moment. Do the work and transform is number six. Six. Cease. So this is my biggest one. Do the work and transform. I have a lot of divine feminines going, oh, you know, so I've had movement or he's come in and he spoke to me and blah, 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 blah. And then they'll be like, oh, he seems like he needs to do work or he's not fully there yet and blah, blah, blah. And the focus is still on the masculine. And I'm talking about divine feminine saying this to masculines because that's what I experience more, right? I get more feminines coming to me. Um, but when they're saying that, I'm like, hey, girlfriend, like, I don't want to bring any bad news your way, but um, if you think he needs to still do work, maybe there's still work for you to do or there's more things that you need to transform. And at the end of the day, unions are not going to happen when all the work's done. By the way, that does not happen. 
union in itself is work. Being in that union is work, trust me. So going going down that route of like, he needs to do the work and he's got to do this and go, you're just gonna, you're gonna come unstuck. Like you're gonna go into a spiral of like never ending cycle of that way of thinking. And that's a whole nother timeline that you do not want to be in on, okay? So definitely commit to doing the work and don't do the work with the thought or the sort of mindset of I'm doing the work because I want union or I'm doing the work because I want that person. I'm doing this because I want that. That's a transactional intention. Do the work because you want to become a better person. Do the work because as you're healing, you realize that there's better for you. For me, I'm always doing the work. I'm always, always just open to how I can grow. Now, yes, I'm a Scorpio son and we like to regenerate and we like to transform. It's just our thing. Like every weekend I'll be like, yo, what's next? You know what I mean? But I definitely got to a point where I've cleared so much big stuff that there'll only be certain little things that come to the surface, but I'm still going through that. The journey doesn't end, like I said. So it's all about, you know, where can I be better? How can I be better? What is it that I can do that will just put me in my best self, in my best version, right? So do the work and transform. Don't be attached to an outcome. The most attractive thing you can be is detached. And actually, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. So if you have to let it go and you have to kind of step back and walk away for a while just to work on you, just let, I know it's one of the hardest things to do. And I've had to do it myself on my journey. And but it's the most powerful and self-empowering thing that you can ever give to yourself because the work that you then, you know, allow yourself to enter and the experiences are transformational and they set you into a place where you're just... It, it's a never-ending um, journey of fas fascinating results and blessings, let me say. It's full of blessings. So um, if, you, if, if you want to have a happier life, be more content inside, experience miracles and blessings and be in your highest vibration, then just do the work. Don't, but don't do it for your twin. Just do the work and transform. Transform, transmute. Number seven, raise your vibration. And that is part of doing the work. So when you do the work and you start to release and you start to um, let go of sort of th thoughts, behaviors, patterns and things like that, your vibration will naturally change because you're going to be choosing to be more positive. You're going to be choosing to not entertain certain toxic cycles. Ra raising your vibration is a whole separate topic in itself, like how you start your day, how you own your energy, what you allow yourself to consume in your mind, body and soul, who you're around, your boundaries, so much. There's an episode I've done many moons ago on raising your vibration with my soul sister, Joanna Joy. I think it might have been episode three, one of the very first episodes of this podcast um, platform. So you can check that out. I might do a refresh on raising your vibrations. I think it's always a great topic. Um, and things that also lower your vibrations. So be mindful of that, you know, like looking at people's social media, lots of fake content, the news, the media, just mainstream stuff, um, drinking alcohol, substances, eating really bad foods, being around lots of low vibrational people in itself is, uh, you know, going to affect your vibration. Number eight, 
with great power comes great responsibility. So when you meet your twin flame, you know, we know that at the core, it's it's a superpower. We, we can read them like a book and we actually start to tap into quite um, deep um, qualities, you know, clairvoyance, clairaudience. We might start to realize actually um, that we're able to see through things much more easily. And then we can be even more sharp and, um, and uh, precise and direct about stuff. But we have to be careful as well because when you're in that dynamic, just because you know them so well doesn't mean that you can just go and me, myself, um, I, Mercury in Scorpio, when I look back, I'm like, oh, maybe I was a bit too direct. But, you know, there was a version of me that just didn't know, you know, because I knew them so well, I could just say it like, well, you know, blah, 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 blah. So just be mindful because just, you know, I'm not saying don't be honest and don't be true, but how can you give the truth in a respectful, kind way and just, you know, be able to deliver it in a careful way because it can hurt the other if you are calling them up, pulling them up. Um, and then number nine is give them space to grow. Now, feminines, I'm just saying this. This is the most important thing. When you, especially even if they are being difficult and challenging and you're like, oh my God, but they did this and they didn't say sorry and that happened and this happened because maybe they're just not ready to realize or they've come to the realization that, yeah, it's wrong what they did or how they spoke to you or whatever kind of thing they're keeping up with, you know, running away and being in and out and being inconsistent, saying they're gonna do something, don't do it and not keep it to their commitments or promises or whatever it is, right? Um, you're not gonna get what you want from them if you keep badgering them and expecting them to kind of, oh, you did this, now you need to say sorry, and you're like telling them, telling someone that they've done something wrong and that they need to now apologize and all of that is very different from someone doing something wrong, maybe not realizing that they've done something so wrong because they're in wounded behavior, their work processing out of an ego of like heartbreak from the past, childhood trauma. They don't realize that's a coping mechanism. They're a little bit unaware of that self-destruction, um, the self-sabotage that they create, right? And then when they go off and they realize, oh my gosh, wait a minute, you know, and, and things are being triggered for them, they start to do, when they start to do the work, they realize that they actually have done stuff that is not fair or right. And they'll come to the realization and at some point they will come and sort of either say something or just show up and change behavior. And I quite like that one because you can say sorry and all of that, but are you really sorry? And I think the best way of proving someone sorry is just showing up in a different energy, a more positive and more respectful energy. So, um, yeah, that's number nine. Give them space to grow. Let them grow. Don't suffocate them. If it's meant for you, it will come back to you. Don't be so detached. Uh, uh, don't be so detached. Be so detached. Don't be so attached. Um, and number 10 is, as tempted as it is, don't let the world revolve around each other. And that this is where, you know, in a twin flame dynamic, at the beginning, it might be quite codependent because you're both coming out of very codependent patterns and behaviors. And then when you meet each other, you're like, <gasps> and then your natural kind of codependency behaviors and patterns are just like gel. And then you just want to be around each other and it just gets intense. But that then is just like going against the whole point of this, where you're able to find your own independence, you're able to find your truth, 
your self-reliance, your self-mastery and everything. So if you are allowing space, if you are doing the work, if you are much more aware of like how you keep your vibrations, you will understand that there needs to be space for liberation, freedom, trust and understanding. If you make everything about each other, you put too much pressure and energy on each other and it gets too much. You have to have your own life. You have to have your own dreams. You have to have your own vision of what you want. I know some feminines are like, oh, you know, I have, like, I'm in separation and I've got um, these goals. Um, you know, and one of them is like, I want to do this and I want to move my job. And actually, if I move my job, it means I have to move to a different city or a different state or somewhere else, right? Um, but then what's going to happen with my twin? Like, what is going to happen when they're ready to just kind of make those next steps with me? Like, how are we going to commit? Like, if you're so worried about that, you're losing the focus. You've got to go in the direction of what your soul's calling you to do. If that is, if, if you have to move, if you have to make a life-changing decision in the time of separation, just do what you really feel is right for your soul. It will never affect the dynamic that you have with your twin if, if that is your true, true twin. You will, you will align. It, it is meant to be. The universe wants these high vibrational connections to come together to transcend Earth, to bring this new blueprint for love, a much more healthier dynamic that breaks all paradigms, customs, traditions, societies, expectations. It breaks and crashes it all. Okay, and the final one is, if it, things get too toxic, be prepared to leave. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, did I have to do that. I was so, I was in a situation where at some point we weren't even together and then we all be, just became friends, which I wasn't really cool with. And I was kind of like, oh, but all right. I, part of me was like, why am I doing this? But then I was like, no, I don't want to lose them for my life. This is like my, my best friend as well. Like, so, okay. Cool. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold space, and they'll figure it out, and I can be here, and blah blah blah. But I was doing that, and I was thinking, okay, that's the right thing to do because I can't just like walk out on them, and that's kind of mean, right? So yeah. But then it just got really difficult. Like I was getting into situations where I was like trying to be nice, but I felt like I was being disrespected, and I just got spoken to in such rude ways, and I was like, wait a second, I would. This, okay, yeah, I know I can be rude and I know I can be a bit whatever, but it got to a point where I was like, wait a minute, I am doing so much because I was already starting to heal at this point. So, you know, it wasn't always in each other's face, but I was starting to really work out what it is to find my inner peace. And I was like, things are going well, I'm starting to navigate. But then when I had to interact with them, they were just like being really rude and not being like cooperative with me. And I was like, whoa, do you know what? I don't need this. I don't need this. Um, this. This is messing with my peace, and I had to really stand up for myself. And it was a lot. It was. It was hard, but I wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't do that. So I'm very grateful for that experience. I'm very grateful that I was put into that situation because it allowed me to really find my power in myself to know when. I need to walk away when I need to say no, what boundaries really mean. So I started to do that. 
and I pulled back, but I was setting boundaries before I actually said, you know what, I've been setting these boundaries, I've been showing up a little bit different, I've been focusing on myself, but I'm, I'm experiencing some rudeness, and this is kind of the rudeness that I don't need in my life. This is actually, I'm having, things are cool, and then I interact with said person, and then it's aggravating for me for the rest of the day. That's not right. So I had to just be like, boom, I, this is not for me. I've got to duck out. Like, I, I don't even think I can be your friend. Like, I can't really have you in my life. I had to do that. I had to do that, and I had to just pull back myself. And it served its purpose for me, and I feel for them. There was then times after that, after a certain period of time had passed, where the universe kind of just made us bump into each other, um, there was communication, and then as those communications were happening and the interactions, there was more respect. There was a significant difference to the last time that I had experienced communication. And I was like, wow. So, I can tell you that sometimes you just have to do that. You have to walk away. And a lot of feminines don't want to do it. I know some are dragging their heels and I don't like to be the one that says, walk away, walk away, because I don't want to be the one that, I don't want to be telling someone what to do. But at the same time, you've got to ask yourself, by me staying, is that, am I good? Am I at peace? Is, am I comfortable? Am I able to coexist in this where I'm able to be in my highest vibration and blah, 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 blah? Or actually, are you like, no, I can't be those things. And that's actually, so I'm operating at a lower sort of vibration. I'm not so happy, but I just don't want to lose them. So I'm just going to stay. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. So I know that last one's a tough one, but take what resonates. Do what you got to do. And know that if it's love, let it go. And if it really is love and your love, it'll come back to you. Just like a boomerang does. That's my movie, Boomerang. Let's not get into it. Anyway, uh, great movie. And it just kind of does give me vibes of a twin flame dynamic. So with that being said, I hope that you liked this episode. Um, if you want to like and uh, leave a message, don't forget to subscribe. Because when you subscribe to this channel, you get alerts of all the new videos. I drop one every Friday, but I also drop bonuses on the moon energy guidance and i will be doing other ones coming up we've got the summer solstice we've got the full moon in sagittarius so stay tuned and with that being said i'm sending you love light peace and abundance mwah, mwah, mwah.